Work safety wear is designed to be hardy, but even it will reach the end of its life eventually. And what to do with it then became an issue of great concern to Annie Late. She and husband Nick were running work outfitters and knew what they sold would probably end up in landfills. Their solution is Workwear Recycled, which helps businesses recycle or upcycle PPE gear, including boots, gumboots, gloves, hard hats and safety glasses. The Timaru-based venture has found great support from some big employers and says expansion is on the cards. Annie, good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Thank you for having me. Tell us about the original business first, Work Outfitters. I've seen that. Um, it's always a good sign when you've seen the signs up in windows somewhere and thought, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, what's, the, what's been the background to that business? So Work Outfitters has been running, um, and my husband and I own it for about 12 years. Um, so we sell to um, a lot of businesses around um, Timaru and, of course, national and some overseas companies. Um, and we look at, you know, workwear, and we also do the logo, so embroidery of businesses' logos um, and things like that, and also, of course, a huge amount of PPE. So we've been running that for 12 years now. And, um, and then, of course, with all the information on documents and um, documentaries out there and um, throughout newspapers about the waste and textile waste in particular, it became a great concern of mine and we sort of looked into it to see what we could do to eliminate um, some of our waste that we felt that we were sort of, you know, causing by selling uh, workwear and safety gear, you know, to these companies. It's quite specialist, isn't it? I'm interested in the components of it. They have to be robust enough if they're boots or gum boots to resist whatever's going to land on them. Um, They have to have the right sort of colour involved. They have to have the right kind of, uh, uh, what's the word, utility when it comes to what's going in this pocket or that pocket, but also very hard wearing. That's kind of a a weather as well. And are they typically made of very resistant and long-lasting materials, Annie? Well, they are, and there's quite a, a huge range of materials out there. And so what we, pretty much what we sort of looked at doing is making it easy for businesses that want to do something with their old and used um, textiles and in particular, you know, shirts, um, pants, overalls and those sorts of things that they sort of truck through. Um, they get a hard life. They do last a long time, but at the end of it, they something needs to happen to them. And um, when I investigated this, it took me about, nine to 12 months just to look into it uh, off and on just to see what people were doing with it and everyone really was interested in a solution um, that they didn't have you know anything out there uh, that was going to be easy for them and also cost effective as well so pretty much what we do is we have set up a business where we get everything back from the businesses and then we sort it um, so then it ends up going to places that have a circular life so it's what we call upcycled so uh, in particular I'll, I'll use an example of some woolen jerseys that we get back from uh, some businesses and they go to a place in Wellington now that Wellington um, partner he uses them to make blankets now these blankets are then given to the New Zealand police they used in the police cars for domestic violence cases accident scenes um, and then of course they can be recycled again because it's a natural fibre being wool um, the same thing happens with all our cotton garments we collect it we use some other partners that we all sort of consolidate um, the cotton materials um, and then they are shipped over to uh, Sweden and that is actually broken down into a cellulose and then that material is then used or that component is actually used to make, um, you know, it can go into paper, it can go into actually more cotton garments. So I think the key of what we're trying to 
change businesses uh, way of thinking is when they are purchasing workwear and, and anyone that's purchasing textiles, clothing and that, just to try and, uh, you know, think about the fabric that it's actually been made out of and whether it can be you know, upcycled, recycled. And, and if you look at natural fibres, then um, you're a winner there. But once you start getting into nylons and things, it gets trickier to make them into another product or reuse them and upcycle them as we like to like to call it so some of the other things um that we use and the partners that we use make you know amazing things as well packing blanket blankets um weed mats ground stabilization um you know fillings for sleeping bags soft toys those sorts of things um and so we're looking at the whole circular um cycle really so a business that we deal with um, can look at buying a cotton shirt and then it can be right recycled into another uh, item or completely that would never end up in landfill. So the ground stabilisation, is that rubber from boots or something? What's what's being used there? No, well, like I said, we use a lot of um, sort of other businesses and so I don't want to give away all their little trade <laughs> secrets, but it's a, it's a mixture of different components and, and part of that might be um, some of our clothing and it could be some rubber. Now, the relationship that we have with the rubber boots, that's fine, and especially um, some of the companies have a recycled product um, that can be recycled into another gum boot as well. Um, and But there is some companies that those gumboots can't be recycled or they're not doing that at the moment. So we work with our businesses to maybe change their buying habits to say, hey, if you use this product in a gumboot, we actually have a recycle program for that. Um, and likewise with other, you know, clothing and, and things as well. So um, it's just changing people's, you know, buying habits as well. Did you find they um, were pretty hungry for it, actually? Because some of these will have their logos on it or they'll be recognisable. I mean, high-vis, can't get more recognisable than that. And did you find the companies were actually pretty hungry for someone popping up with a solution like this? Yeah. Definitely, and it's really nice to work with companies that, I mean, I haven't come across a business that doesn't want to do the right thing, you know, um, and and it's really nice and um you know, it's really lovely to work with these companies. You know, we work with Meridian Energy New Zealand, um, have Hilton Haulage, who had national uh, trucking outfit, um, Active Refrigeration, we've got McCain's Food, we've got some big players on that really want to make a difference to the environment and, of course, make what they're doing sustainable to the environment, um, you know, whether that's offsetting some of the things that they're doing or just, you know, pretty much getting rid of the the rubbish that's you know uh, that's from plastic bags that they have to use um, some food or powder in or um, and things like that. So um, yeah, it's it's really really great to come up with a solution that's working for businesses um, and and that's really rewarding. I mean, we have to do quite a bit of the processing back here in Timaru, um, so all the items have to come back to us, and it's um, a process called decardening. So all the buttons, zips, toggles. Everything has to be removed before it goes through the first stage, which is the shredder machine. Um, and uh, really dear to my heart, we're using uh, and starting to use some people with special needs, some refugees that have come into Timaru. Um, it's sort of unschooled jobs that we can get some people with um, that just need to be back into the workforce that maybe can do three hours a day. They can't work a full day for any reason, you know, just to make people feel that they're part of something. And uh, we're working with some schools as well for, of course, um, Gateway if people want um, some work experience in that. And also we can look at upskilling them into whatever they might want to uh, look at doing in the future. So it's a start. How does, um, really. Yeah, how does the business model work? Uh, often we're starting to see, and it's great to see some of these long worked for innovations working. I was talking to the tire um, oh, stewardship um, 
Lita the other day, and I was stopped in my tracks when she said, because six million tyres, right, reach end of life each year, and now under the, the stewardship um, system that's come in via a fee, uh, they will collect all of them wherever they are in the country, they tell us. And you're thinking, okay, and then what? And I was stopped in my tracks when 50% of them already went just to one cement company, I think it was. So if you can get these things working, it really does work. It's not just small and niche and, you know, a a tiny percentage of waste uh, in a given sector. It really can work. So how are you making yours work? Do you have a stewardship fee of a sort or do you just charge the companies a fee um, for for taking this off their hands? How do you make a buck, Annie? Pretty much. So they have just a a one-off sort of onboarding fee, which pretty much covers the setup cost. So we have recyclable bins that go into those um, factories or businesses. Um, We have various um, degrees and sizes for those, depending on what suits the business. Um, And then they pay per kg and things. And so that's as cheap as we can certainly get it to make sure that we just cover costs. I mean, sometimes it's about saving the environment. You know, it's not about making a million dollars out of this. And it's about helping your communities with jobs and and things like that. And what we really hope to do is we'll get something set up here locally in Timaru um, to create some more jobs and um, stop all this textile waste even going into our landfill here in Timaru. And then if we can duplicate that around uh, to different sites around the country as well, um, you know, with councils and things, it's hopefully that, you know, will be something that um, can save, I think, a lot of the textile waste that, you know, goes into the landfill for New Zealand in particular. I mean, the stats around this are horrendous with textile waste. I mean, New Zealand sends, you know, 100,000 tonnes of clothing to landfill every year. I mean, that's 44 kg per person, which you might think doesn't sound a lot, but one kg of clothing remits three to four kgs of CO2 emissions. So, I mean, that's a lot, you know, when you think about it. Um, And if we can stop that going to landfill um, or reduce it considerably, um, then we're just going to be, I think, a winning, you know, winning business from there. actually buying back their recycled or upcycled gear? Yeah, they will be. And, um, again, there's a lot of promotional gear out there now that's been made um, from uh, plastic bottles. So we've got caps, you've got polos, you've got pants, and and we work with our suppliers and a lot of our suppliers into the work outfitters uh, have now got a whole range of sustainable clothing um, that can then be recycled again. And the amazing amount of clothing that's made out of plastic, um, we have a whole workwear range um, in relation to, you know, shorts, um, 100 percent certified you know PET uh, polyester um, all sorts of things and we also work with our suppliers to make sure that when we get the goods that it's not wrapped in a thousand plastic bags and plastic toggles um, and you know those plastic things that go around the collars because all we're doing is stripping them out of the plastic bags and then it goes into Mm. our embroidery machine we don't need a lot of that stuff so it's just changing the way that things are packaged as well. Is this Timaru only um, any or are you able to or looking at opening up wider? Um, well at the moment it's Timaru and we're the only one in the South Island that's doing textile waste um, and then we are using some uh, the downstream partners in the North Island so if we consolidate it we can uh, save costs um, in shipping and then we can do the first stage here in, in Timaru as well and, you know, keep as many jobs as we can in this area. Um, so, yeah, hoping it will we'll set up some other 
places around New Zealand just to make it a bit um, easier for people. But we're concentrating on the South Island at the moment because there's nothing in the South Island and no one doing this in the South Island. Um, and we are working closely with um, our partners in the, in the North Island as well that are already doing um, a wider range of textile waste, but not specifically yeah. into, um, you know, businesses um, because no one's in competition with each other because there's just so much textile waste that we're all, all trying to figure out, you know, what to How do to with do it. certain yeah. specifications. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks, Annie. Annie Light is with Workwear Recycled.